Joining me now is the TDSB chair, Rachel Chernos-Lynn. Good morning. Good morning. You must find it distressing, the most violent year since you started recording these things. Well, it's, uh, it is something we're concerned about and something that we're really trying to address uh, on a number of levels. Such as? Well, uh, you know, our staff have brought forward a report of um, pieces that they are implementing, and that was passed last night unanimously by trustees. It includes things like ensuring every secondary school has a student engagement safety team so that students have a voice in what's happening at their school, creating a safe schools audit team to work with schools on school safety issues. We're creating an expert table reference group that will look at school and community safety and will be made up of service providers from across the city, students, parents, and trustees, among others. We want to hear more about the best practices from experts and leaders whose work focuses on student safety and well-being. And we're also allocating additional staff to schools where concerns have been raised, further building on an initial investment of $5.9 million that we made last year. And, and that's things like adding school-based safety monitors, social workers, child and youth workers, city councillors. We're also continuing to be an active participant in the City of Toronto's CFTO Community Safety Plan. Um, and we're working with Toronto Police to update the existing police school safety or police school board protocol, uh, which we have in effect. So we're looking at this from a lot of different angles uh, because, you know, student safety is absolutely our top priority. Why do you think violence has increased? What has changed? You know, we don't know exactly. We suspect that the pandemic has played a significant role in this. It has created a lot of, you know, deepened the inequities that we've had in the city. There's a lot more... um, there's a lot more need in the city. People have uh, not necessarily uh, had all the engagement that they would normally have. Students haven't been supported necessarily as well because they weren't in school. We've had lockdowns. A lot of programming has been cut. You know, back in 2019, we lost our priority schools index funding. This was $2.5 million that went directly into um, low-cost or no-cost permits for priority areas for community groups to run youth programming. That's we're now seeing the effects of that. And so um, we need to make sure that we are getting these supports in place for youth who are struggling and making sure that they're getting the support they need so that so that they can be successful. Okay, um, but one thing you didn't mention, and you seem steadfastly against, I'm talking to the TDSB chair, Rachel Chernos-Lynn, I'm Jerry Agar, in for John Moore, is bringing back the resource officers. The, the, the polling showed, and you know this, that when you kicked them out, uh, you were the only ones who wanted to. Nobody else well, in, in polling, not the students, not the parents, not the, the, not the staff, nobody wanted those police officers to leave, and yet steadfastly you won't do it. Why? Well, I actually don't. I dis, I have to disagree with you. It wasn't that nobody thought they. The majority of people were majority, against it. That may be, and and that is true. But we really don't re- believe that the return to the SRO program is the answer. And trustees didn't even consider it last night. Um, you know, when we did that research, and I wasn't on the board at the time, but I have read the reports from 2017. It was very clear that there were a number and a lot of students who felt that they were targeted, who felt that they were in, they felt in the majority of students, the majority of students wanted the officers. You knuckled under to activism, I think. 
I, I actually don't believe that's true. We have to listen to the minority at times. It, there are important times where we actually have to listen to the voices who we don't always hear from. And what they told us was that that program was creating harm. It doesn't mean that we don't still deal with police. We do have relationships with local police. And whenever there is an acute incident or an acute threat, we always call 911 and the police respond and they have been very responsive whenever we have called them. And that that has not changed. That will continue. But there was no discussion last night, and I'd be very clear about this, about bringing back a program that we know did harm to certain communities and to certain students. And you don't the think the violence, been, uh, excuse me, you don't think the violence that's going on now is doing harm? Look, we know that we need to create safe schools for students, but when we've heard that that, what what they consider a safe space is not one with police in it all the time, we have to listen to that as well. And so we are doing a number of different things to ensure that we create safe schools because that is our number one priority. But you're not doing it. You're on, you're on path here to have the most violent year you've had since 23 years ago when they started keeping data on this. You're not creating a safe school. It's an unsafe school. You've got staff that won't come to work because they're afraid. Listen, we have no data to show that the SRO program made our schools safer. Safer. This is a larger problem than just what's happening in the TDSB. The violence that we're seeing is not just happening in our schools, but it's happening in our communities. And we need all levels of government, including the City of Toronto, the federal government and the provincial government to work with us and to provide funding to ensure that our students and our youth are supported and that our schools are safe. This is not something that the TDSB can solve on their own. TDSB Chair Rachel Chernos-Lynn is with me. Jerry Agar in for John Moore. I'm hearing from people on my text board here who say they have kids in some of these schools. They want the officers back. And how would you respond to the listener who wrote in and said, people, you know who's triggered by police? Criminals. Listen, you know, I know parents are scared. I'm a parent myself, and I do understand that no one wants their kids feeling unsafe at school. We all worry about our kids the moment they leave the door. But we have to make sure that we we are making sure that every student in our building feels safe. And we want to make sure that our schools are safe, inclusive spaces for all students. And that's why we are doing a number of things to ensure that our students are safe. But it's not working, is it? Well, you know, this is just the start. We have been, you know, we have challenges, but we are addressing it. And we have laid out a plan that was supported unanimously by trustees last night. So I do believe we are on the right path. And we are really in needing to reach out. And we have reached out. We started reaching out many, many, many times, quite quite a number of times to the province and to the federal government and to the city. And we have been working with the city of Toronto, building this plan as part of the SafeTO initiative that we've been joining with them. And I feel very optimistic that we are going to be seeing some changes, but we need everybody to work together on this. This is not a, you know, a one-stop solution. This is something that needs 
a significant investment from levels of government, and it also needs a multi-pronged approach, and that's what we've laid out. TDSB Chair Rachel Chernos-Lynn, thank you very much. Thank you.